To celebrate Marketplace's 35th anniversary, we made some throwback thank you gifts you can get when you donate during this March fundraiser. We took our old .com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash give tech. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash give tech. Hey, it's Lily Jamali. Marketplace Tech has a new limited series out on YouTube called Decoding Democracy. With rapid advancements in new technology like AI, disinformation efforts are more convincing and more misleading than ever. So we'll be discussing how to spot things like deep fakes, how to protect yourself from disinformation, and how to talk to your friends and family about it. As always, this fact-based journalism and vital information will be free and accessible to all. As a public service newsroom, donations for from you help us take on ambitious reporting projects like this one. Every single gift makes a difference. Go to marketplace.org slash give tech. Fraud as a service. One industry expert says it's on the rise. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. Whether it's for travel, meals, or event tickets, it's hard to deny the allure of a good deal. Providing discounts through fraudulent means is a thriving business online. Once mostly relegated to the far reaches of the dark web, fraudsters are now offering questionable deals to consumers on mainstream social media sites and messaging apps. That's according to the online fraud prevention company SIFT. Part of the scam is what are called account takeovers, or ATOs, which Brittany Allen, a trust and safety architect with SIFT, says are increasing. We're finding that you could pretty much call 2023 the year of ATOs because we saw ATO attacks jump over 350 percent year over year in Q2 of 2023. Those are attempts that we've seen. So someone using stolen Uh, password and email address combinations or password and username combinations to attempt to enter an account. So that means that they already have that data on hand and they're just trying to see where it works online. Why do you think there is such a surge in these account takeover attempts right now? We saw some of the surges in prior years tied to specific events like the pandemic. So we saw spikes in the targeting of hotel accounts or airline accounts. Fraudsters knew they wouldn't get caught there if they went in and saw what the bounces were and maybe transferred the points elsewhere. But what we're seeing right now is just a general acknowledgement of how valuable these accounts can be, especially when they're in the hands of fraudsters who have spent many years building up their skills at providing, let's say, things like fraud as a service, where they're able to make purchases on behalf of a customer base and use stolen accounts and stolen payment methods to build an entire business. And what happens to these hacked accounts typically? So when a fraudster gets access to stolen credentials, they can either use it for their own use 
or they can package those accounts and sell them on to others for use. It really just depends on what their speciality is and what their end goal is for monetizing these accessed accounts. But in the end, the account holder is going to be left with a used credit card with a purchase they don't recognize, they are somehow going to be financially impacted by this account takeover. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Now, a part of why account takeovers went up, according to your report, is due to what's referred to as fraud influencers. Can you explain what that is? I can do my best as an elder millennial to explain what fraud (laughs) influencers are. Yes. (laughs) So... On social media platforms, let's say TikTok, for example, you'll have a generation of users that are more and more likely to use those as their search functionality and searching just for, let's say, uh, free food hack, something pretty innocent. But instead, what they are very easily able to find would be the content put on those platforms by fraud influencers, those who were selling stolen credit cards. And in the case of what we reported on, selling stolen accounts through which those purchases can be made or even making the fraud as a service postings where they say, if you just pay me 10 or 20 percent of the value of the item you want, I'll make the purchase for you and you'll get the item everything will be done very easily. The fraudster there is not as concerned about getting his likes or his follows there. He's usually redirecting the people he's targeting to other services, but they still are able to use social media to target a new audience of potential customers. And last thing, how has generative AI played a role in all of this, this increase that you're reporting? So AI is useful for fraudsters who want to write convincing phishing emails, spam emails, social media posts, and it can even help them commit fraud in languages that they don't speak. Now, when we're talking about the types of AI like generative um, deep fakes or, you know, a, a fake voice, that instance is one where you'll see that most commonly used by fraudsters who are targeting, let's say, one particular persona to hit as many potential victims as possible. I'd be unlikely to have a fraudster use AI to do a deep fake of my brother and try to trick me into sending $300 to him because he is marooned in the outback of Australia or whatever the story would be, because I'm just one potential victim. And that's a lot of work to mimic my brother. However, if I'm a celebrity and I have tons of online followers, it might be worth it for them to create a deep fake of me asking people to donate to a charity that doesn't really exist and then taking those proceeds and running with them. That was Brittany Allen at SIFT. We've linked to SIFT's most recent Digital Trust and Safety Index on our website, marketplacetech.org. We've also shared some tips to avoid getting hacked, practices like using strong passwords and multi-factor authentication tools. Believe it or not, the decades-old phishing with a PH, which involves getting people to click on unfamiliar links, is still around. 
Last month, the hacker managed to take over the ex-account of Vitalik Buterin, creator of the cryptocurrency Ethereum. The scammer then stole almost $700,000 from Buterin's followers with one simple, malicious link posted to his feed. Daniel Shin produced this episode. I'm Lily Jamali, and that's Marketplace Tech. This is APM.